The following program is rated MC9. Some material may be too spooky for children under 9. We suggest listening together as a family. kiddos. I'm about to go to bed. I'm very tired. I guess you can say I'm a grim sleeper. <laughs> well, tonight's scary story is one of my favorites. It's about a young boy who's afraid to go to bed because he fears there's something evil lurking in his bedroom. I call this one Go to Sleep. For a tired child, bedtime is always a happy and relaxing event. When they relax and drift into a restful slumber, children complain when their parents force them to go to bed before their bedtime. For me, bedtime was always fearful and terrifying event that I dreaded every night. My fear of sleeping began when I was 8 years old. My parents moved me into my own bedroom, a small narrow room at the back of the house, just large enough for a bunk bed and a chest of drawers. It only had one window which looked out back into the garden, and it didn't let much light in. It was the first time that I've ever slept on my own, and from the very first night, and I remember experiencing a strange feeling of unease as I laid on the top bunk, trying to fall asleep. I thought I heard a noise. I couldn't be sure, but it seemed to be coming from the bottom bunk. The room was pitch black and the curtains on the windows let up just enough light in to make out vague shapes in the dark. At first I wasn't sure what the noise was. Sometimes the simplest of sounds can be the most unnerving. I listened closely and realized that it was the unmistakable sound of bedsheets rustling in the dark. The bottom bunk was empty. But when I peered over the edge of my bed, I thought I saw something move out the corner of my eye something suddenly withdrawing out of my sight into the bottom bunk. Something that did not wish to be seen. I lay there in disbelief, trying to convince myself that it was just my fevered imagination running wild. I turned to face the wall and closed my eyes, willing myself to fall asleep quickly. The rustling noise beneath me steadily increased until I couldn't ignore it anymore. Whatever was lurking in the bottom bunk began to toss and turn violently. Fear gripped my heart and I had a terrible sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach. My pulse was racing and I broke out in a cold sweat. I could hear the sheets trashing back and forth. Eventually, I couldn't take the tension anymore and I cried out for my mother. Suddenly, the bunk bed began to shake violently, crashing against the wall. The bed sheets below me were still twisting and turning. I couldn't get out of bed in case that thing at the bottom bunk reached up and grabbed me. I imagined it pulling me by my ankle and dragging me off into the darkness. I was trapped in the top bunk, like a cornered rat, unable to flee. 
I clutched my blanket with white knuckles and waited. The door finally bust open and my mother came in to calm me down. Tears were streaming down my face. She laid down in the empty bunk and promised to stay there until morning. Eventually, I was able to fall asleep. The next day, I played in the backyard. I kept glancing up at the window. Each time, a chill ran down my spine and my hair stood on end. I felt like something was lurking in that room, watching me play and waiting for night to fall so it could be alone with me again. I tried to tell my parents about it, but they wouldn't listen to me. They just dismissed my claims as childish fears of darkness and when night arrived, they ushered me upstairs and forced me to go to bed. Go to sleep, my mother said. Stop being such a baby. I, I didn't protest. It was no use. I resigned myself to my fate. I ended up in the top bunk, got under the covers, and I waited. Lying there, in the darkness, alone, and frightened. I heard the quiet rustling of the bed sheets, and I knew it was starting all over again. But, this time, it was different. I heard the sound of slow, rasping breathing coming from the bottom bunk. The soft wheezing made me shudder. Only a flimsy mattress separated me from whatever was lurking below. Lying there, paralyzed with fear, I just wanted the thing to leave me alone. Its breathing became louder and louder. Then, suddenly, I felt something long and thin poking at the underside of my mattress. I screamed in horror, and the bunk bed began shaking violently. My mother came in rushing, and she calmed me down with a comforting hug. Eventually, my terror subsided, and with her standing guard, I was able to fall into an uneasy sleep. This continued for weeks. Night after night after night, I would wake up to the sounds of rustling sheets each time. I would scream for help, and the bed began to shake, and as soon as my mother came in, everything would just stop. She would have to spend the rest of the night in the bottom bunk, just so I could go to sleep. It was a difficult time for my family. My grandmother was sick, and my mother had to go take care of her. When I found out my mother would be away for a whole weekend, I, I flew into a panic. There would be nobody here to protect me from the thing in the bottom bunk. No one would answer my cries in the middle of the night. On the day my mother left, I rushed home after school and immediately stripped the bed sheets and mattress off the lower bunk and removed all the slats. My plan was to prevent that thing having a place to sleep for the night. I hoped that somehow this would protect me. Unfortunately, that night provided be the most terrifying experience of all. To this day, I shudder to think about it. I managed to fall asleep, but in the middle of the night, something woke me up. The room was pitch black, and there was no noise. No rustling of the sheets. No movement at all. However, something didn't feel right. 
Just then, I felt the covers of my bed begin to move. The horrifying truth suddenly dawned on me. The wretched thing that had terrorized me night after night after night was not in the bottom bunk. It was in my bed. I opened my mouth and tried to scream, but nothing came out. My eyes were wide with terror and I laid motionless, barely able to breathe. I didn't want to let it know I was awake. I could feel it laying there beside me, something cold and slimy leaning against my right arm. It was laying under the blanket. I could see its outline, but I didn't dare look. All of a sudden, it rolled over on top of me, and I felt its weight pressing down on me. I will never forget that awful feeling. Hours passed as I lay there motionless in the darkness, too frightened to move a muscle. I wanted to cry, but no tears would come out. Finally, I reached my breaking point, and I couldn't bear it a moment longer. Ever so slowly, I tried to ease myself out from under it. Inch by a painstaking inch. I shifted my weight, moving sideways, just as I thought I was about to escape. It moved. Dear God, it moved. I felt a clammy ham reach across my chest and close around my throat. Its grip gradually tightened and I felt it squeezing my neck. The horrid, slimy thing began contouring under my blanket. I could hear it wheezing, rasping, and coughing. I felt its breath breathe against my face, foul and cold as ice. Dawn was breaking and the first rays of sunshine were peeking through the curtains. I fought for dear life, but I was no match for it. As its scrawny fingers squeezed my neck, I felt the life leaving from me. I tried to scream, but the thing's grip was so tight. I was fighting to stay conscious when suddenly it released me and suddenly withdrew, melting slowly into the wall. I tumbled off the bed and scrambled out of the bedroom. When I got downstairs, I breathed a sigh of relief. I have survived the most horrible experience of my life. To this day, I still break out in cold sweat at the sound of bedsheets rustling in the night. And the entire day trying to convince my father to spend the night in my room. It took some effort, but he finally agreed. Perhaps he was just trying to humor me while my mother was away. Whatever the reason, it proved to be a smart move because... In one night, it solved the problem for good. The very next morning, he stormed into my room and told me to pack a suitcase. We were moving. Maybe that boy should have put some candy under his pillow so he could have had some sweet dreams. <laughs>
I guess that boy's father didn't want to mess with whatever was keeping him up at night, did he? <laughs> hey, maybe they should get a spy to sleep in that room and watch it for a while. Why a spy, you ask? Because they're always undercover! Well, kiddos, that's all the time we have for tonight. Pleasant screams. I will see you next week for another terror tale. And remember, stay creepy. <laughs>